Hello and welcome to uh, Everon, Heirs of Destiny. I am Jeremy, I am not Sensako, and I am not the executive producer. Um, John is not with us right now. Uh, he may be joining in in a bit if he wakes up from, from con crashing at, uh, due to Momocon. Um, but in the meantime, uh, let's go ahead and introduce everybody else. Uh, let's start with Navarin. Hi, I'm Navarin. I'll be playing Valen, the Valinar Elf Ranger today. And Corvus? Hi, I'm Corvus. I'm playing Alex, the Human Artificer Wizard. And Antitonic? Hi, I am Antitonic, and I'm playing Branma, the Dwarven Fighter. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron, and I will be playing Edwin, the Half-Elven Cleric, without his fellow Half-Elven Cleric. Half-Elven Fighter this week. And Zagrog. Hi, I'm Zagrog, and I'm playing Kira, the Human Warlock. All right. So, last time, our our group of heroes had made their way to Korenberg, one of the largest cities in the Gnomish nation of Zul, in order to research the location of a series of ancient house canet facilities that could hold the pieces of a schema, a pattern used to make uh, magical items. They're also finding themselves wrapped up in a piece of draconic prophecy that seemed to be related to the mysterious dragon mark on one of their number, the temporarily absent Seth. Um, After doing some research on the various locations on Alex's part, along with research into the Mornlands on Edwin's part, the group seemed generally disinclined, at least on Seth, Edwin's, and Alex's part, not to go into the Mornlands where three of the sites were. Uh, they had settled on heading out for the two sites located in Dargoon and resolved to discuss what else to do once they were on the way uh, and outside of the ears of the gnomes of Zalargo. Uh, but as they laid down to rest for the night, uh, Brahma found herself experiencing a traumatic dream uh, that woke her up in the dead of night. Uh, and before we jump right into that, though... We are going to we are going to backtrack just very slightly because Kira had also had an opportunity to do some do some research in the library um, uh-huh. and was was looking up information on uh, on House Vol and potentially Aranel. Um so well everybody else is is um uh, in their own little area. So, uh, uh, Kira, when you, when you up and you ask for that information, uh, uh, the, the note, the, uh, at the, uh, counter, um, says, okay, no, nah, we can absolutely do that. Uh, let me, and she, uh, reaches out, grabs a little orange crystal and hands it to you and goes, uh, go ahead and go with your, with, with, with the rest of your group when you get in there. Um, uh, well, the place the place the crystal on the on the pedestal, and you'll see, and it'll 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 pop a bunch of stuff up. Um, so you go in, uh, you you follow along with with, with everybody else, uh, and when you enter into the the actual library proper, um, you find yourself alone. Uh, there's just you in sort of this this large uh, uh, pool of light that darkness is surrounding everything else. Um, there, there is a there is a, there's a desk. Um, uh, 
the writing material uh, as small as was as was advertised on the till at small pedestal uh, to the side of the desk um, and and appropriate research materials. You place the place the the uh, crystal on it, and uh, all around you, uh, the, the these bookshelves just sort of pop up and come into being around you. Um, filled with, 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 with research on the topic that you are looking for. Um, now, there isn't exactly a whole library's worth of information on how yeah, I was about to say located within the library of Korenberg. Um, it is, well, well, this library is one of the most extensive collections of knowledge on Corvair. There's, this is something located outside of Corvair. The elves are a fairly secretive bunch. And what's more, this is a house that fell into extinction over three millennia ago. Um, that said, you are, you're a pretty shrewd researcher and you're able to find some new information about this house, which apparently no longer exists. Um, so House Vol was one of the first dragon-marked houses to appear uh, in the world in terms one of the first to, to, uh, for a mark to appear on them. Although it existed for thousands of years on Arenel before the market emerged, which that happened um, uh, date-wise, uh, about 3200, what, what they refer to as 3200 uh, uh, before the year of the kingdom, which was the founding of Galifar. By reference, currently it's 998 in the year of the kingdom, so about 3300 years ago. Um, now, as you well know, uh, the house possessed the mark of death. And while exact information on what power the mark bestowed isn't known, it's believed by scholars to have been quite formidable. Uh, the house existed with the dragon mark as, 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 for about 600 years until it was wiped out somewhere around 2600 before uh, the year of the kingdom. Um, what you are able to learn suggests that House Vol had quite the adversarial relationship with the with the prevailing elves of Zaranel, the, the Undying Court. Uh, while the Undying Court drew off the positive energy of, of Irian, the, the plane of eternal day, uh, House Vol delved deep into the negative energy of Mabar, which is the, 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 the plane that is known as the Endless Night. Uh, obviously, understandably, like this created tension between them. And um, around the... Uh, Sometime after the mark appeared, uh, the matriarch of the house at the time, uh, a woman by the name of Minara Vol, is believed to have begun to make overtures to a faction of dragons from Argenison. Uh, the details of how things went bad aren't particularly clear, but at some point, this faction turned both of those nations, both elves and dragons, against Vol. Uh, whatever happened, the sibling kings that ruled Arenel declared that the blood of Vol was be completely destroyed. Uh, the line was wiped out by a combined force of dragons and undying elves, the only time that the traditional feuding factions have ever unified with single cause. Uh, Minara is said to have been killed in the war along with her young daughter, Arandis, uh, who was the last known person to manifest the mark of death. Um... Uh, among the, the the dragons that had allied with the group, uh, the 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 leader of that group was known as the Emerald Claw. 
who is a rogue green, green, green dragon who led that faction. Um, he disappeared not long after the purge began. His fate is unknown. Some believe he perished defending the Alliance. Other, others believe that he fled Eberron entirely. Regardless, uh, the conflict was a quick, bloody, and decisive one. Uh, Vol was gone, and its remaining allies were either slain, exiled, or sworn to abandon their Mabaran practices. Uh, it's believed that the religion now known as the Blood of Vol was established by those allies to the house who were banished from Arenel to Corvella to Corvair, although it's mutated heavily in the millennia since its inception. Um, the religion itself doesn't actually venerate any deity, but rather what they call the divinity within and the blood that goes through their own body. Uh, the religion believes that only by embracing the potential power of their blood may they avoid the eternal despair of, of the realm of the dead and instead live in an afterlife created by their own abilities. Um, it's not a politically popular faith, uh, but it is prevalent throughout all the nations of Corvair. And while a common misperception is that it's evil, uh, most people think it's a misunderstand. Most scholars believe it's a myth- misunderstanding of the faith simply because of its focus on the power of blood and the rumors that they worship the dead. Uh, they're obsessed with the concept of personal divinity and capability as well as hereditary or heredity. Um, for them, blood is a source of the power in the divine, and only through understanding that power is within and not without can one attain immortality. So that is pretty much what you what you manage to figure out. In terms of the Aranel stuff, there's information there, but there's not a lot that you haven't already discovered through other means. Right. Um, some of that, obviously, that, that you found in there... Uh, 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 may recall to you the stuff about the sibling kings, things like that. Um, but the information they have on Aranel is not really great and isn't, um, isn't uh, a significant in addition to the information that you had gotten from both Perandon and from the, the Emerald Cloth, or the, the stuff from the Order of the Emerald Cloth. I might not need to say this, but I will be making uh, Kira will be making notes of these things. <laughs> yeah, and you are allowed to take notes. Um, yes, you're not allowed I'm to remove the books, that... but you can take notes. Yes. Yeah. And as a reminder, I as a player will because, want these in writing, <laughs> um, which you now have as a handout. Yay! So that's what you start when you spend a little more time at the library than the, than everybody else, uh, because that. There was a lot there for you to dig through, just in terms of uh, trying to separate. Like there were, like I said, there was a lot of information about Arnell, but it was stuff like, "Oh, I already know this. I already know this." But there might be something else, and there just didn't turn out to be. So you yep. get back sort of later in the night, um, uh, go to bed, and you guys all wake up in the morning, or a little earlier than the morning, perhaps in some people's cases. Um, so what are you all doing? Do we, should we go back to where the last session ended, which was... I mean, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying, is like, you woke up sort of in, that's true, you did wake up a, fairly earlier than the morning. 
Um, you you I mean, woke Kira up in the very early played. hours of the month, but yeah. Kira might have tried to make some observations on the nature of the library, but I'm not sure if she's going to find out more than Alex did. Oh, in terms of, like, the discussion that was had? Uh, uh, or the... Hmm... Not sure which discussion Magical you're referring. Mechanics of the place, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that. Um. Yeah, you can roll me an arcana roll. Yeah, I was thinking that. Okay. Uh, yeah. That much. Uh, no advantage. Arcana roll. Okay. So, yeah, you you sort of get like when you walk it, you 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 get sort of a, a almost a weird tingling sensation when you walk in what and out of the, the. But you're not quite able to determine what that means. I mean, obviously, it's something magical in nature. Yep. Um, but you're not quite able to suss it out. So the inside of the library before I before the dimensional shift, does it look like? Anything? Do I get any perception of what the insides are? Or do uh, you, just, just ah, uh, yeah, okay, everything so... outside of that pool, the 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 light the reception area, area is yeah. So like okay. once you walk in, walk out of the reception area into the library proper, so to speak, where 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 normally the shelves and the books and yeah. etc. You basically walk into a giant field of darkness with that yeah. light area in the center. So the ob- my observation would be that the uh, giant uh, building that is the Library of Korenberg is actually just ho- housing a large dimensional vortex of some sort. Quite possibly, yep. Cool, that so, yeah. That's at least what it appears to be. It's dangerous. <laughs> It it certainly could be used for. It seems like it could that kind of stuff could be used for a lot of things. Some of which are could be dangerous. I mean, conceivably, but also if you wanna if you wanna make sure that nobody's gonna steal your books, make sure your or books aren't you just sitting really on shelves. If you want a really good hideout nearby. for your spy team, I mean, <laughs> sorry, I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, so yeah. Okay, yep. So, yeah, flash-forwarding a, a, a little bit. So, Brenma, actually, you wake up first, obviously. Um, yes. Fairly early in the morning, still dark out. Yeah, what are um, you doing? Um, I believe we ended with me just waking up and failing. Uh, yep. We need to talk. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was where we were. <clears throat> Um, I, I think we should get everyone. What's the time right now? Um, it's not like we equivalently have... like four. Okay, four a.m. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Why? Um, I'll just give him a quick, just a very basic rundown of the dream. Uh, that. That sounds bad. Is it? Is this like a, a vision? What's, what's the what's the deal? Um, 
aren't we after some sort of dragon prophecy or something? Uh, they think someone thinks we are one, as I understand it. Um, yeah, so this might be relevant. Okay, yeah. All right, um, I'm going to go and see if we can wake everyone up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Kira. Um, <laughs> I, okay. I, I'll go grab Alex and Kira. You, you go grab Seth and Edwin. All right. Oh, yeah, give me the fun job. <laughs> well, yeah, that right. might be a little less intrusive. Sure. Wait, wait, cool. wait. Is this an elf thing? <laughs> sure, it's an elf thing. Let's call it that. All right, I'm going to go find um, Seth and um, Edwin then. Okay. My door is probably locked. Like, I... it's night, so... Is it immune to knocking? No. I... Then that's what's Just happening. Just letting you know that Edwin locks the door. Okay. okay. As far as as far as far uh, Alex is concerned, knocking would absolutely open a locked door. That's what it's for. Hur, hur. Sip, you get woken up by a knock on your door. <laughs> it, it's four in the morning. Yeah, you look at... Obviously, you're not sure exactly what time it is, but it, it it's still dark. Have I gotten any spells I used back? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll say you okay. guys. You guys have already gotten the equivalent of a long rest. I'm on edge, so I'm gonna cast clairvoyance on, like, directly outside the door. Okay. Do so I see you- any creepy spies try preparing to murder me? I mean, there's a guy in a mask outside the door. Do I um, recognize Valen? Yes, it's Valen. <laughs> or somebody remarkably I'm similar not, to him in build. Who's I'm not not trying clothes. to murder everyone. <laughs> you know, in fairness, Edwin's a changeling where that it would not be that weird. That's true. Um, but yeah, yeah yes. I'll let all it... possible perceptions, it's Valen. <sighs> Open the door. I mean, ah, I'm secret of the half elf from the train. Die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I cursed that guy once. I will do it again. Uh, <laughs> Valen, what are you? It's uh, early. Yeah, Bremer thinks something important might have happened. She wants everyone to come chat. All right. Um. Not the kind of call I usually get early in the morning, but okay. Let's do that. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. I wasn't explicitly offering. No, I, I really if don't want to know. you're not interested, that's also fine. Um, and Edwin will just head to wherever we're going. Okay. When you go to check Seth, something gets thrown at the door and you hear, fuck off, I'm <laughs> sleeping. Don't open that one. Oh, no, never mind. That's... <laughs> Wasn't gonna. All right, well. 
Yeah. So, um, uh, are they sharing a room, or did I people believe, get um, separate rooms? No, I believe we like we didn't. I so brought Seth has his own room. room. I brought three rooms. Seth and Seth yeah. brought yeah. one of his one. own. So yes, yeah, they're in the same room. Mm. Okay, I'll go gently knock on their door. What of you wakes up for both of you? Yeah. Yeah. I sp- Alex is probably more likely because she has probably sl- had more sleep That's by true. this point. That's true. Yeah, I'll, uh, Alex will get up and walk over and open the door, assuming she is dressed. Let's assume that um, that's the case. Yep. You you just see Brown with hands over eyes. I'm looking. I'm not looking. <laughs> It's just—it's fine, Brandon. <laughs> no, no, I'm not looking. We might have something to talk about. Uh, okay, I'll. Uh, should I? Is is everybody? Should I bring Kira? It, probably. I mean, uh, take time. All but... right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, your room, I assume. Um. I think so. I don't think we work any. Yeah, probably. Okay. Give me a minute to get her up. I'll we'll be there soon. And I will, and Alice, will Alice will close the door and go and wake up Kira. <laughs> well, I what? Uh, I don't know. Bramma's we have to go to Bramma's room something happened. I okay. she seemed okay, but she seemed I mean she seems well. I mean, she seems uh, about the same as normal. But anyway, we we have to go. Okay. So yes, uh, we go. Alice, we get our stuff together and go to Ranma's room. Okay. So you all managed to gather there. Yeah, barely. <laughs> Minus one of you. Minus one of the half elves. Don't worry, we're basically the same person. <laughs> well, together we make one competent functioning person. There's a there's a pause there as everyone struggles to figure out which person. Seth's the competent part. Edwin's the functioning part. Oh, right, so Seth's the competent and Edwin's the person. I get it. I believe we're going to pause here. Yes, we are going to pause. All right, we're back. So, uh, as everybody's gathering in the room, uh, Seth, you had been... You you had been you'd been asleep. You'd gone to sleep after your the, the amount of time that you spent with with uh, what was the horse's name again? Ava. 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 Thank you. Uh, and your guys' discussion about what to do, etc. Um, you have gotten essentially a long rest worth. Um, but you got sort of woken up. It was still dark outside. You vaguely heard Valen's voice about something. He yelled something in your sleep, tried to go back to bed, and then realized very quickly that you, you're you fully awake. Yeah, so the, the in-game me and yeah, me are say, in a very similar were, position right now. You are method acting at the moment. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, after like, I, I, I'm assuming the actual event of things was knock, knock, scram, knock, knock on door, me scrambling to react, falling out of bed, hitting the floor, <laughs> then saying whatever it was that I said, because I don't remember it in game or out of game. Um, he said, fuck off, I'm sleeping. Yeah. Um... I like sort of laying on the floor for a couple of minutes before realizing, God damn it, and pushing up off the floor very slowly, getting dressed, and then going to open door and find where everybody's at. Valen might still be there for all I know. <laughs> Just nope, <laughs> he's not. But uh, it's probably. There's probably enough time there that you were uh, because of the uh, of the awesome awkwardness that was um, the 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 Branma uh, uh, Alex con- um, and then time you for 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 uh, 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 you guys to get Ray and then ha- head off to that room that you come out just as Alex and Kira are heading off towards Valen's room. Uh, so yeah, Raylan so, and Bramma's room. Okay, so you guys so I, all eventually gather in the same spot. Got it. What's going on? Uh, um, I don't know. Bramma called us. How secure is this room? I've used primeval awareness. Um, Assume it's not at all secure. Um, Does it matter? Hey, um. So about this business that we're on, um, I had a dream and saw the design that we know of already, except good and uh, dragon. What? Can I roll like an intelligence check to understand what was just said? Aside from the dream part. Uh, so I had a I had a dream about a like a gorgon with five heads um spewing kayaks out of its mouth. So I don't know <laughs> why we get together to talk about your dream, but uh if anybody else wants to share, I guess that's cool. Oh, I, I mean, uh, um I had a dream about being horribly mur- murdered by assassins. See, Edwin, this is why you don't sleep well at night. You should stop dreaming about that stuff. <laughs> so you guys can have... Uh, I'm not really sure what, what, what... But go ahead and roll an intelligence roll. Just to try and figure out what Bronma's trying to talk around. Yes. This is the difference um, between Seth and Edwin. Edwin rolls intelligence rolls even though having a minus one. Seth doesn't roll intelligence rolls even though having a zero. <laughs> Okay, that was a perfectly average roll. Yeah, it was. I mean, twice. Kieran, you know, just kind of below put average. together some of what what we were talking about, marks and something and more marks and dragons. Well, <laughs> I think I have a spell for this. I think Kira can actually put this together because it's intimately tied to what she researched. Yeah. <clears throat> ah, 
Kira brings up her uh, her, her the nose she took. Right. Uh, <clears throat> this sounds sounds like you may have had a very vivid uh, dream about uh, members of House Wall. Well, okay. So to be that's clear, a really big leap. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's be clear now, really quick. Is that literally all that Bram has said so far? Because otherwise, that's a really big leap. Okay. Sorry. That yeah. That's pretty much. Okay. A little bit sort of so, eyeing the room. Yeah, it's a Sorry. little bit much for because. Oh right. Even yeah, mention, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good she didn't point. even mention the elf woman. So yeah, yeah didn't she mention just said elf woman, dragons, yeah. but good. Like she said, like the marks that we're researching, but good and dragons yeah. and. Okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Yeah, because without the elf, yeah. the connection is really hard to make. I mean, I could, I can be more specific, but I don't know just... how secure we can mm. be. I don't know. Again, does, I, does... I use primeval awareness. Do I find any people that are nearby? I mean, we're in besides day. ourselves. Yeah. Um. So... I mean, there's, there's not within it, hearing range. Down within hearing range. No. Okay, we're as secure as we can be here. Yeah. And again, does it matter? We're talking about it. You're talking about your dreams. It's clearly to do with the prophecy crap that people are interested in us about, so I think we try and at least be careful. Okay, if you're not willing to uh, say directly about more specifics, let me ask you, uh, uh, you mentioned a mark. Did you recognize the mark? Yes. And I'll just point to Seth. Oh. Was it the exact Except same good. mark? Except ah. good. Was it... Uh, can, can, okay, okay. Bigger? Yes. I, ah. I, sort of, I sort of, like, hold up my hands. Anybody listening into this particular conversation know that we will kill you if you try to do anything while we're talking. I'm just putting that out there because we're quite capable of it and I don't have the mental capacity currently to have Brahma dance around whatever it is she's trying to say. Deepest apologies to the secret police. We are not trying to undermine you in any way. You hear it soft? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. You don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brahma, please just say it Clearly, because I am only operating on half a brain right now. How is that I, different to normal? Hey! I don't know if that works that way, but okay. And I'll just explain the dream in okay. as much detail as I can remember. And I will just dump that in all your guys' dreams. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we yeah, all know exactly I, what I don't happened. need to transcribe yeah. it again. should be in everybody's journal. Uh, Under Branma's yeah, dream. Branma's dream with the dragon. Okay, that's much more than my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kayaks. Are you out. sure? I think the kayak spewing monster might have something to do with the deep in- philosophical and theological implications of our current situation. 
No, I think Kayak's Feeling Monster says something about me getting thrown off a train. Um, are, you, are you sure there's no there's no mention of Kayaks in the prophecies? Pretty certain. Yeah. Um, okay. And that's when I woke up. <laughs> Got it. So, Aaron, uh, an Aranali elf and fighting a dragon. Well... It seems my suspicions of Seth's mark have been confirmed, and brings uh, Kira brings out her notes. <clears throat> if what I'm saying is true, what the elven woman she saw is likely either uh, uh, looking some up either Minara Vol or her daughter Erandis. Who? Wait, do I know who that is? You can roll for it, but probably not. So, uh, in that case, who? If that's this a, is somebody, this is somebody like, that, that would died, that have been died since... off like three thousand years ago. So, okay. would that have been like Seth's mother or something? No. No, no. No, Edwin's no, asking this yeah, in character because he's sorry. dumb as uh, all fuck. I, I, <laughs> that my mom fought dragons. I don't think that's correct. I mean, maybe. yeah, I don't think so either. I'm referring so to if people like who way back people with the marks and yes. these mark things come down through bloodlines. Wouldn't it make sense that? Basically, any woman sense them in that bloodline as it still exists could be the lady you're talking about. It's possible, but also this involves a green dragon. Uh, okay, I could be wrong. No, but it's oh. not. It was not a green dragon. Oh, it was a black dragon. Oh, huh. Okay, never mind then. Okay, it's possible that, it not, that it's not actually one of these people, but it is likely one of their descendants, if not them. So, having heard all that, you guys can roll me... I'll make it history rolls. Sure. Or arcana rolls, whichever. Uh, the same number. I'm arguing a 16 means Edwin has enough of a grasp of basic biology to make his argument. Wow. Okay. I rolled a 13. I don't know what that means. Okay. This is probably for... That's a typical. Than, yeah. <laughs> okay. Gary, you have yeah, you're not able to piece anything out of you're not able to make those connections. Like any any connection they could be the same or they could not. You're not entirely sure. Um Seth, you hearing it I mean it definitely could be there there's there are things within the what Brownman experienced in the dream, which, which, I don't know, they, they, last time, the best you know is the last time, it's been 
a long while since there's been an open conflict between dragon and elves. Um, they always have animosity, but it's really more of a long periods of peace punctuated by vicious fighting for a while every every few hundred years. But even that hasn't happened in a long ass time. Um, Edwin, you listening to listening to the um. The whole dream is it's related. Um, couple things that couple things that sort of get get pointed at, or that that you sort of pick up on, um, are let's see. Um, From the way that, from first of all, the way that Kira descri- or the way that Brahma described uh, the 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 woman, the dragon mark seems to have been much larger. And from, I'm assuming, Kira, you provided all of basically all of the information that you Kira had. brought out her notes. Yeah. So looking through that. The one thing that points out to you is that, uh, as as Kira found in her notes, the last person ever known to have manifested the mark of death was Arandus Full. So, unless it's somebody, unless it was a dream about somebody who manifested it in the meantime that nobody has, at least nobody has ever written about, it would have to be one of those two but the way that it the way that it is described is Arandis was very young this woman is old but it's been a long ass time so but it's been a long ass time Arandis as far as as far as anybody knows um Arandis was killed during the purge of Vol. so was Minara for that matter um, but she was killed when she was young. So between the two, it would be more likely to be Minara. Um, and Valen, yeah, it's, it's, it's not able to put anything together with it, really. Um, no. And Alex, the one thing that sticks out to you is when uh, the, the description of... Um, uh, the when Branma had looked in the night sky and uh, and seen all twelve bronze moons and moons in a perfect ring, the last time that happened was about about twenty eight hundred years ago. Do I know? Would I know how often that would happen? Not very often. It it happens about every 3,000 years. Okay. So, not anytime soon either. I mean, sooner than it happened last time, but not. Not like, like, hey, this is going to happen next week. I mean, no, it's not going to happen next week, but (laughs) I mean, about every 3,000 years, give or take. When you're talking about 3,000 years, it could be 
it's not something that has been documented well enough to know, but you're definitely closer to it than you are the last I feel one. like I feel we're like not that pseudomagical not- Mayans, we're pseudomagical yeah. Greeks. Correct. I I get that. However, moons move predictably. That should be predictable even oh. if it hasn't ha- ever happened before. Except yeah, fantasies what? fantasy and Sorry. science. Wizard did it. Also uh, there are yeah. also also, there are twelve moons, and we don't have and we don't have a whole lot in the way of astrology. <laughs> True yeah. that, yeah. but yeah. So you are. So if this is accurate, if I mean, assuming that it's not a whole lot of really weird symbolism that came together, what Branma would dreamed about was whether it really happened or not, an event that occurred about twenty eight. 2,900 years ago. Alex Alex has become distracted uh, by this fact and has decided to found so, the field of cosmology. Ronma, guesses about why you had a mysterious, creepy dream about dragons and dragon yeah. marks? Yeah, that was my next question. Why as, you? As a cleric, my thought, the arcane users may differ, is that the reason you had the dream might inform whether the content of the dream is literal, metaphorical, current, future. Um, Ranma? Well, I Wait, was that a question? I, I don't know magic that well, so I assumed it was because of that book that we've got. Hmm. The... The, Which I, one? I pull the, I pull out the journal. This one? The prophecy. The, the prophecy thing. Oh. We had that in a book? The the book that um that yeah. everyone was hiding from us for a while. Yeah, that book is sacred. Oh, sacred. oh that book. The book of secrets, that'll work. Uh, I mean someone's notes on us caused you to have a metaphysical tree. Who knows? Is that there's a, a thing? There's a prophecy Alec, in it that I think applies to us. Rama could be it's right. A magical book. No, I was just wondering. I I understand that part. I was. I mean, are you I'm really more trying asking, to find? Can that cause magic? Prophecy are you really? Dreams? Are you really trying to find a logical connection between magical yes. things? You, you, At least the magic I, I can cast works in certain generally predictable ways. It might not always be conclusive or useful. I mean, yeah, uh, but how much interconnection is there between them? Um, if it was the book, wouldn't it have like hit me earlier or something? Or it was also that, when, or when any had, of the rest of us. Had the book. So, Alex and Kira, you guys can roll me Arcana rolls. Okay. I don't think it's out, outside the realm of, of magical ability for an object to induce dreams in people, but as 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 Branma said, why would this have happened to just her at just this time? I'd rather other average roll. Actually, do I... Actually, Are you rolling now? I action point. Do I oh, action I... point this, actually? <laughs> Oh. I don't know that it's necessarily oh. worth it. I know. But Alex is Kira is curious roll. enough about this? Don't you find out if you succeed or fail and then act? Yes, yes, you find yeah. out before. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, in which case, yes, Kira, you do. And it actually makes sense that you might actually remember this one better. So okay. you, you guys are talking about dreams and the prophecy and that oh, right. you remember back in that book that you've got. Yeah. Um, that in terms of reading meaning into the prophecy and, and, and knowing how to read the signs and that sometimes people are just chosen as it says in the book, blessed or cursed with vivid and vivid and or prophetic dreams. Yep. Yeah, it seems that Bronma has been, depending on your point of view, blessed or cursed, with um, vision into the draconic prophecy. At least that's what my studies into the matter lead me to believe. These can take the form of vivid and prophetic dreams. Okay. I'm, this, I mean, might that, this seems like one? I mean, that, that at least was, it certainly seems vivid. That, that's certainly a way of of stating it. Is there a particular reason why you're stating it now? Excuse me. Because we're trying to figure out what caused the dream. Well, no, I I get that. Like, I, and, and say, that is a saying, reason for the dream. Say, saying saying that so and so has been blessed or cursed with a vivid or prophetic dream after they've already described the vivid and or prophetic dream is kind of like saying that man's been stabbed after they've already been stabbed. No, what I mean is this is uh, this vivid dream actually. Uh, uh, a sign that uh, uh, that that uh, has some intentional or unintentional ability to understand to uh, understand draconic prophecy. I mean, I can like, read what it says. Yes, but uh, it the, the prophecy is oft, often vague, and as we've uh, we've seen writing of prophecy, and it leaves a lot of room for interpretation. Uh, and it's rather different to experience a vivid dream of prophetic events rather than reading about them. Uh so question from the peanut gallery: prophecy means things that will might happen or uh, past events this was prophecy like... is really more of a destiny i'm just hopping in to provide insight into this specific thing okay. prophecy is more it just in terms of destiny it, when it's saying like prophetic dreams it doesn't necessarily mean things that will come to pass it could me. It is what they call um, uh, the, the people who tend to get these kinds of dreams. Um, it's not necessarily you're you're constantly dreaming of things that are have. It's you might get dreams that provide you insight into the prophecy. Now back to you guys. Okay, so. Does this have any bearing on the fact that we're going to go find schemas in the forest? Well, uh, I 
I don't know if this not does. likely. It's gonna pat Seth on the head and cast guidance. Okay. All right. Uh, the reason I'm asking is because okay, we've been informed. Can I go to bed now? <laughs> uh, I don't see why not. Um. Well, I did have different themes, sort of a little bit more pointless now, but um, when we were in uh, Eladrin's house uh, quarters, basically, um, the Merricks, to Kenneth, who visited me? Mm-hmm. Oh. So snaps, head snaps around, what? <laughs> <laughs> As yeah, half of the also... party goes, Arr! As as Aaron frantically flips through the notes, figuring out which one that is. It's the head of House Kenneth. Okay, it's nice. the head of, the head of House, House Kenneth. Kenneth. One of the South. Yes. And and I mean, tell... we we probably already know this, but I would assume that he's having us followed, or at, at least me. Yes, we've been assuming that. I Good mean... to know, but we've been assuming. We have been assuming, correct? I haven't been caring. Like, if someone's following us, fine. There's about assassins trying to kill all of us. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You've gone straight from being followed to assassins. If if the Duke Kenneth wanted us dead, we'd be dead. No, no, no. Edwin, Edwin, Edwin always, always dreams about assassins. We would, we would be dead. We would 100% be dead. Edwin, Edwin has dreamed about assassins since before we ever met you guys. It's not. It's Not unreasonably, and also <laughs> says the guy who was super freaked out for like weeks about the uh, yeah, stabby Borforge uh, that were about, angry. Yeah, yeah, about the very real and palpable threat that we knew existed. Yes, city of spies. What? Okay, this one, this place. Very okay, real and palpable threat. Hang on, no. First of all, first of all, city of secret police, not spies. Edwin, you're um, you're 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 getting crossed over with your uh, with the amount of people that you think are after us. Um, so everyone is always after you. Rule one of sanity. Paranoia <laughs> is a very comforting state of mind. If you think they're after you, it means you think you matter. <laughs> Apparently we do matter. We have, matter a, we have a just enough to get myself killed. Anyways, so, as I was trying to say, if the the head of House the South House the Southern House Kenneth wanted us dead, we would be dead. So if these people are following us for a nefarious purpose, then presumably. It's something the other than our death. Nefarious purpose doesn't currently involve our death. It yes. could. Branmo, did did he say why or that that why he would be having us followed? Yeah, what what did he say to you? Um, he wasn't too concerned about us, but as long as um information remained where it is, uh, that we would be all right, I think. Which information and where? Uh, mine and with me. 
Information we haven't been told. Therefore, we're yes. not going to get called. So as long as you don't say, spread some secret that you have, we're okay? Apparently. Okay, right. cool. Sounds good. But I don't like the situation we're in, so I will tell you once we are out of here. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Whatever. Sure. You certainly yeah, don't want we to go have a lot of things to discuss Do we when, go when ahead elsewhere. And leave now. You know what? That's, prob- that's not even the. I don't think it's the worst idea. We know I understand, where we're going. But, uh... we, we have we have horses and cart. You can fall asleep in the cart. Yay! I'm in. <laughs> you can fall asleep in the cart. Jeremy, how far yes. away is the first? Is the first um uh, uh the nearest so ways? Um, so let's head back to the big map. Uh, if it's god damn it, there we go. I just want to um, be able to appropriately discuss talk about. Yeah. So let's plan. look at. Distances. You guys are currently in Korenberg, Korenberg. and the yeah, it is. Hold on, it is a good. Please indicate roughly a hundred miles. Uh, oops, I'm not. Uh, on. They're all no more like a hundred and fifty miles. Yeah. If you all click on, if you all click on the city. Yeah. Oh no. You can. Uh, oh no, because that's that's doing it in. Um, yeah. So a hex is 150. Yeah. Unfortunately, doesn't it's doing rounding thing, but yeah. So it's about 150 miles away. Which right. is to be fair, it's like 150 six... miles into something called the Torlac Moor. Yeah. That's so fine. it's not exactly it... going to be well roaded. You know. That's maintained. fine. Just so out out of game, roughly. If I under, if I remember. D&D in general, if that were flat ground, that would be about six days travel, but it's probably um, not because it's well, likely to be a more. Well, a horse can travel over 100 miles in a day. Uh, so I'd, we have a yeah, cart. But, but you're not, My, we're not, you wouldn't be okay, running your horse. This is just a GM decides yeah. thing. Give me a second because yeah. this is one of those things that I never remember, so. If it I'm comes up and is relevant at all, uh, because I have travel magic style things, we don't get slowed by difficult terrain. And we can't get oh. lost, which will be fun. Those things both seem very useful. Rangers are badass, yeah. Is it that we don't get slowed by difficult terrain in your favorite terrain? Or No, I don't have favorite terrain. terrain. Okay. Yeah, because it's the revised ranger. It's the um, much better ranger that's actually I also useful. I have a travel-related ability that I can... Right. I can make yeah. a magical hand of the, you should go this way. And the the 100 miles is a day that was mostly for Jeremy's information so that Jeremy can decide how long it'll take us. Yeah. Well, so... Just going oh. off straight D- D&D travel paces. Um... At let's see, normal pace, short spans, you can move faster than humans, but you guys will not have fresh mounts available every eight to ten miles. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you guys can cover. You guys would be able to cover about thirty miles a day, I would say, with the horses in the cart. Okay, so um, about five days. 
Yes, because you okay. also have to count in time to sleep and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because when we were doing Fandolin, I, I was working on about 25 miles a day. Yeah. And that was on, that, but that only, and that counts as like eight to 10 hours travel and the rest right. of it's resting. And so it would be about a five day trip. Cool. Okay. That gives us a better idea of what we can discuss. Okay. So it, we can leave now. Yeah, we have to be that. Uh, I think that's what you were getting along with the cart, wasn't it? Or is that? Yeah, not? we definitely we picked up. So you weren't here, but we picked up supplies last session. Yes. Okay. Yep. Also, for food, yeah, I listened supplies, to the session, but I don't. I, I, remember. In, in regards to food, I point at Edwin. Also, well, we'll be. Yes, I can magically do that. It's a waste of my magic, but I can do that. It's fine. We, I, I can forage for food. It's not a problem. I mean, I can cook. Yeah, I was going to say. That's less of a waste of my magic because I can purify anything you're not sure if it's safe to eat. Okay. I'll tell you. So somebody somebody said, should we leave now? And I would say, I think we probably should. If there's anything that we need to accomplish here, we can come back. We're not going that far initially. Agreed. There's only one thing that we need to accomplish It sounds like we don't want to be here given the number of people who are directly following us, indirectly listening to us, or generally wouldn't like us to be around. Once we get... If we're out in the wilderness, we can say, look, there's a guy following us that many miles away, and we can stay away from him. Once we get out in the wilderness, you're right, I can track anyone that's following us. So it will give us a lot more privacy, despite the weird nature of that, being outdoors instead of indoors. Edwin will um, just start sort of staring at Kira. Okay. It's not creepy at all. Edwin, stop staring at people. I don't know why why Edward is staring at Kira. I guess we can't actually ask, so that's fine. Edwin's Mr. Stilio girl. Oh no, Princess is quite <laughs> safe. Um, don't worry about that, dear. I <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, what? I'm confused. Can we go now? <laughs> yes, let's. All right. So, you guys check out your rooms. As they're doing that, Edwin will um, pull Kira aside. Okay. Okay. Um, I know you can't necessarily say, and you are under no obligation to say if you can't. But if you can tell me, I need to know. Are you being watched from your power source? I don't think I would know if I was. Do you think intellectually... It is a possibility. I think intellectually, it is a poss- possibility that I am never not watched from that source. And that source might be able to otherwise distribute that information. I would not under- un- understand my source's motives, but. 
So and I don't. So I don't know why it, that would happen. Obviously, there is nothing I could or would do about it. I'll keep that in mind. I'm sorry, I can't. There's nothing I can tell you to feel more at ease. <laughs> that was great. Oh, don't worry. I'm never at ease. I know. I know you we are. We all know. And I walk away. <laughs> okay. So, you guys. Eventually, all. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Before we all turn in, just after we've sort of kicked everyone out of the room, essentially, uh, just turning to Valen. um, Yeah. This whole thing has me scared. I don't get Uh, scared, and that. Oh, I noticed. I'm scared that I'm scared. Uh, I'm also scared then because I've never seen you scared. Okay then. As long it's as we're right. all equally scared. Whatever it is, we'll we'll sort it out. Okay. Okay. So you guys all check out of the room. Or I don't know. I don't know if you guys actually check out or if you just leave the keys in your room and sneak out in the night. That's up to I, you guys. I, I will check genuinely out. check out. Okay. And given that I paid for everyone's rooms. There, Except mine. One token. <laughs> one token that currently takes up the same space as the distance we are traveling. It's a 150 yeah. mile long horse. We there. Along it. <laughs> we are traveling along a horse. There. Ooh, fine. I've heard that of traveling on horseback, but that's ridiculous. Rocks fall, everyone die. Um, Sorry. I, I'm, you had a good run. I'm renaming the horse. The horse is now named Hoof Hearted. <laughs> So, so, yes, uh, you guys you check out of your room. <clears throat> check out of your room, uh, rooms, uh, get ready and head off into, out of Korenberg, um, which is, which takes you across the, uh, across the border, because essentially the outside, the, the, uh, eastern wall of the city more or less constitutes the 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 eastern border of Zalar between Zalargo and Dargu. Um, I mean, not just that. There's also the mountain range, but the only real, true, easily passable border between them. The and map has a marker in the mountains to the north. Palur, Dral, is it? Probably. That sounds about right. What is it um, representing? Do we know? Palor Drawl is a um, it is a uh, Dargunian community. Um, I will have you roll roll what? Um, According uh, to the map, map key, it's a ruin. 
I will have you roll me a. I need a, an actual character sheet, and not the NPC sheets. Um, I will make it a. Do, 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 do. Oh, screw it. Uh, investigation roll, because. Screw it. That works. Sorry, who's rolling? Okay. All of us. Apparently. Oh. Well. Oh, that works. You guys can all roll. What are we what are we rolling for? Why do you roll? The dice I'm know confused. that I'm trying to roll because my Because we're curious are, about this. We're asking about the, the um a map drop. marker to the north of us, not terribly far. Oh right. Um, we want to know what that is. I mean, we're not heading that way, so... Yeah, but we aren't heading... We Our course takes us past it, so if it, so we I might mean, be somewhat it interested... It does, but in you're still going to be a fair amount of way away. It, it takes I know. us theoretically 50 miles past us. Okay. So, Branma and Edwin and, and, and Valen are not really clear on what it is. Um... Gara and Alex in some class about Dikani. What of your other electives? You guys took so many electives. Um, so uh, Palodral was a... It's not in particularly occupied at this point. It was one of the sites that was... So before... Before... He, Thousands of years before even uh, uh, Galifar, the, the the first great human nation, um, during what's known as the Age of Monsters, Corvair was largely dominated by the Dikani Empire, which was a goblinoid uh, uh, nation. Uh, uh, Palodral was one of the important sites for them. Uh, the historical significance, Alex, you probably remember something vague about it had some kind of religious spiritual significance. Nowadays, it is used as essentially a, a, a very likely manned recon outpost, essentially just on the off chance that the gnomes of Zalargo are don't get a sudden case of stupid and decide to invade the hobgoblin goblinoid ruled nation. Okay. Okay. So as long ready? as you guys steer clear of it, you guys are a small enough group. It's not going to be a problem. Yep. Okay. Uh, is it going to be an issue getting over the border? Is that a, thing we have to deal with, or is it relatively un- Not really. I, I mean, like we... I said, the border is pretty much the outward edge of the city. You guys know that if you were, if you guys end up going into any of the major cities, you're going to have to apply for essentially an... It wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea if you can find one somebody in in Kornberg, the, the Dikani representative in Kornberg who can who can provide you with one. But because because the Dikani Empire has such significance to Dargoon, they are not normally huge fans of, of outsiders coming in on expeditionary trips. And so you have to, you, you have to be carrying a, um, 
uh, a, a banner that identifies you essentially. As long as you guys avoid the major the major settlements in Dargoon, that won't be a problem. And then you could just go to like Rukin Drawl or 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 Volar Drawl or one of the one of the major cities and and get one preemptively and then just not mention that, oh yeah, we've already been to a couple of sites. <laughs> yeah. Should you need to. Okay, cool. I won't mention anything there. Okay. And you guys set out. Um and it is so the 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 trip there is probably a bit of an eye opening experience for some of you um who have never really left uh, a major city other than your lightning rail trip from from yeah. Charm to 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 uh uh Kornberg. Actually, now it's likely that Kira has never stepped on grass <clears throat> before this uh, point. So Truth. this is kind of luxury compared to living in everyone else's shit. It is, but it's also it's simply a matter of the constant tra- the the eight hours worth of travel mm-hmm. being you know, even if you're in a cart or if you're on the horse. Um, it is not, it's tiring. It's really, really tiring. Um, Once we're on the road, Edwin will, um, cast guiding hand just as an extra level of insurance. Okay. Valen's vaguely affronted by that. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Someone brought a compass and Valen's like. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's not like I've spent my entire life training to do this and I've never gotten lost. So it's no, it's fine. So it's, it's, it's cool. It's all good. It would kind of be like, so Edwin, here I'm going to instruct you on the ways of the traveler. <laughs> I don't tell you about your god. But I'm not but, even sure actually what the hand is targeting in this case. Probably the map site. location that we are going yeah. to. You can okay. name like a uh, uh, a a particular landmark which. Alex has enough information to go off of for that. Um, oh, okay. I didn't know it was enough of a landmark. Yeah, well, Alex has a I little bit. I clarified that out of game. Yeah, so. no, it's good. Okay, it's good. Um, so yeah, you guys make your way there. It's going to be a fairly long trip. Um, do you guys want to continue that conversation on the way or not? That's up to you guys. We have... Oh, it does we seem have, like we have a couple of conversations. I'm going to be ranging in front of where the car is. Um, ha, ranging. Ha. Ah, I, uh. I didn't mean that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be ranging in front of the car, like generally checking the path and making sure there's okay. nothing like, incredibly deadly or like that the car couldn't pass, and then generally like, yep. leaving sort of little markers. Yep. And somebody and just I, for fun, roll me a d, roll me a d twenty. Ooh, I will. I will. And I guess I'll be leading. Because Edwin's the, luck is excellent. I guess I'll be leading the cart at the. Not sure. Okay. <laughs> now. Damn. Okay. So yeah, you guys want to chat? If not, we'll just move uh, ahead. At some point, while we're together, since Navarra, uh, since uh, Valen is ranging for most of the actual travel time. 
Uh, I would like to ask him if he knows anything about a species of creature known as Kruthix. So is that me? Yes, you. Uh, because you are a nature boy. Do I? Roll me a nature roll. Wait, are they those things we encountered in the Undercity? No. Maybe. No. Wait, we, there were some bugs that we we fought, no. but I don't think so. I think those, those were bugs. scarabs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's an eight. So, Kruthix are not something that you would have... A, you've heard the term before, you don't know a lot about them. Um... They tend to be. They tend to be more of an underground kind of thing, and that's that's not really a thing. All you know is big insectoid things. Ah, yeah, yeah. that's what right. they are. But yeah, uh, the research I did on this facility says apparently when it was active, they had trouble with dealing with these crucific insectoid creature things. And I was hoping you might have been able to tell us some more about that, but. I guess we'll just have to deal with it as we come to it. Can I make a nature roll? Yeah, sure. It's conceivable you might know. Because critics do occasionally trouble the bottom or deep in Sharn. It's not ridiculously common. Good roll. So, yeah, you, so you know a little bit about them. Just because you've heard of of them popping up in uh, deep in churn. Kruthix are uh, a, a, a large sort of insectoid group. They tend to infest, um, they're known to infest underground um, uh, 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 sites that are built in, in an underground fashion. They're very good tunnelers. Um, they are, you know, that they tend to build nests, um, and they tend to use the reason that they are such a big problem for, for underground sites is that they will move into an area that has, that isn't being used much anymore and essentially make it their own. They would, they will, they will burrow tunnels through to, to make their own establishing things, set up one place for sort of the center of the hive and expand out from there. On their own, they're not considered to be huge threats. Um, in groups, they can be dangerous. By large right. insects, what size are we talking about? I do know, I do know about that. Yeah, a few feet. And then... Okay. Give the information. Nature boy isn't the only one who knows anything. I don't spend a lot of time underground. Hmm. Well, you both seem to know more than me, at least. Well, but uh, we may. I mean, it's been a few was it thousand years since this place has been active, so they may have moved on. But you know, worth keeping them in mind. Hmm. Uh, Might have to kill giant insects. Got it. Yep. yep. Pretty much. I mean, I've been assuming that we're going to have to kill something when we get there anyways, so... Well, now mm. you know what it would be. Probably. Specifically, potentially, maybe insects. Yes. Was there anything else about things in that place that... Oh, 
Um, maybe something called the darkness, but that seems really vague. <laughs> so I don't really have a lot to go in there. Huh. Edwin, Is watch that out for shadows. That I can make like a religion rule. There are so many different things that could be called the darkness. <laughs> that, that's why I I'm going to say I'm like, no. I believe in a thing called love. That's something that people call my deity sometimes, but hmm, hmm. probably not. I figure, I figure roughly like half of the summonable things in the universe probably yeah. roughly referred to as... I mean, dark or darkness related so i think it's fair to assume that they did not summon your deity to, to defend yeah it. no general <laughs> assumption just oh. edmund has this moment of like wait what oh no never mind there's like oh, a no. billion things <laughs> yeah <laughs> you guys go down there okay guys time to fight a god <laughs> that was never his assumption just That'd be the- a no that would be a hard no <laughs> That would be a fuck off. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? What is? What is even? Even? <laughs> I trust. Like, if your god does turn up, you will tell us. That. <laughs> yeah. I, I I trust if your god does turn up, you will tell us that that's your god, and we will leave because <laughs> no, as as uh, to as Kira says. Yes. yes. All right. So yeah, you uh, guys. You guys make yeah. the um uh. And you guys, you guys, luck out in that you don't you don't come across any um, any random things or any, <laughs> for lack of a better term, no owl bears, no owl bears at all. Um, and the trip is actually fairly easy going for the first part of it, at least until you get up to the moor. So, like for the first several first three or three days or so of your, of your trip. Um, uh, you're, you're traveling along grasslands. It's a little hill, a little rise and fall, but, but for the most part, it's pretty easy going. Once you guys about midway through day three, uh, uh, you hit the moor itself and it is, it is a moor. It is, it, it is, a very inhospitable moor. It is just a blasted area of heath and stone. And I know I probably pronounced that word wrong. That's fine. Um, but it is, there's not a lot of vegetation here. It's a lot of uh, 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 rise and fall. Difficult going. Luckily, you do have a ranger with you. Um, so Valen, you get to get, you get to get put to work on, on, uh, uh, making sure you're finding the right tracks to get the cart through in particular. Uh, because even though it's not, uh, uh, particularly, uh, uh, it's not tree ridden land, it's still not easy moving for the cart. Um, as you guys sort of move across the uh, across the moor itself, which you guys don't have to go too far into uh, the moor, luckily, to get to this particular site. Um, um, Alex is... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, um, could I quickly ask Seth if I could borrow his whip? Um, sure. 
and Brown Mother Whip. And for a little bit as we're traveling through, the more I use it to make jokes at two villain. Just t- treating him like a, an animal, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, really not trying to actively. Right. Emotionally. Yes. Edwin um, just looks really smug. So, so while that's happening, I, you know, that's not the right kind of whip for that. Yeah. That's that's a that's a bull. You're looking. That's a bull whip. You're looking for like a horse whip. It's got a much longer handle. Note to self. Sorry, he doesn't get out much. Send the horse car into a ditch. I got you right. No, so that's that's great. Good. Yes, funny, funny joke. Ha ha. So yeah. Um, I don't have to find you food to cook with, Bran. (laughs) Kira probably brings up uh, uh, aloud that. Hmm. We were the. Um. Let I'll have to look up the NPC names again. Uh. Uh. Yes. Eladrin did ask us to uh, endanger our standing with Kornberg uh, for a thing. In my opinion, it is not worth risking a ban from the library. We're like we're like a day out I from Greenberg at this point. I yeah, I yeah, think we're like three we're days out from Greenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were I am aware. What well, what well, if if we would want to do what uh, Elijah had suggested on our way back? Yeah, okay. um, yeah. The, I the, think the... <laughs> I think being banned from the library is. Unlikely to be the uh, oh yes, the, the, I agree. The complete that's uh, probably not the correct term for, being for it. Kira's <laughs> K- yes. thought is, oh yeah, we might get thrown into prison and executed and stuff, but yeah. we'll be banned from the library. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's it, it, it you know it's a good point that you know it's. It doesn't seem to benefit us, maybe as much as we would I don't want. think but it's the worth hand, the risk. Well, yeah, but what is? I mean, we're we're about to go and dive, or dig down into this canner facility for the sake of gold, for the most part. And I think we're paying uh, for one. I think we're being paid more for these artifacts than whatever information was in that journal. And secondly. I'd rather take my chance against uh, a ruin that I have at least some knowledge of than uh, than the resources of an entire nation. Who's who has the sending stone at the moment, Jeremy, or anybody who has it? That is a good question. Who has the sending stone at the moment? I think I do. Um, I kind of like. I I can't. I, I can't like they, they, whenever they're handed out. I tend to grab them and put them away. Can, can we say I do for the sake of what I was about to say? Which is basically just toss the sending stone to Kira and say, if you want to renegotiate the deal for that thing, you're more than welcome. I don't sure. think I care. But, I mean, I mean uh, the point is, you are currently doing a job for the sake of money that is a yes. reasonably risky. You, if you think yes. this, the, the job back in Karenberg is more risky, is it, you know, ask for more it money. Was, it, it was also a suggestion, not a 
not like a this has to happen. It's like we would like it to happen. I mean, I was kind of suggesting we don't we don't attempt it. I'm not suggesting we renegotiate. It's a thing we need to ne- renegotiate. I suggest it's a thing we do not do. Sounds what, good to me. My my point is, what would it take to make you do it? I'm not sure. It would have to be of more personal significance than gold. Hmm. And Alex will shrug. How is, how are these ruins of more personal significance? Um. Hmm. I have a guess of what the journal journal uh what the journal is about. But the, these, but, but uh, but or not the not the specific information, but rather what of what nature it is. These ruins, these ruins are part of a, a larger uh, whole. You like secrets. It's a it's well a Kenneth, duh. It's a Kenneth Forge <laughs> facility. Yes. But, one of with many, uh, which may have, may, and these forges may have things in common. It's, it was a storage facility for uh, powerful magical artifacts. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I mean, how likely those are to still be there is. Yeah, cool, but, but. That's where we're okay. at. We'll, we'll we're just going. have to. We'll, we will just have to remove whoever's sitting on them when we get there. Yeah. Who or what? Yes, um, who or what? I think... I don't know. I think being in Eladrin's good books has worked out well for us so far, but I can certainly understand the risk. Your, that's uh, when we go... Hesitance. That's when we call out, Rock! As the as the cart goes... Because <laughs> Valen, in, in retaliation to the whip, Valen intentionally left the rock in her path. <laughs> um... So... We continue I on. mean, you guys head into the moor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think if, like, if, we, if... If we decide we want to do this job, we can think about it again on the way back. We've got so, a yeah. while before we're heading back. Yeah, right. Um, Dungeons, potential doom, yay, money. Yay. Yeah, we might. We uh, also. We, time, thought, um, we might I die mean, before we have Stop so. before. Stop that night before. Is that what you were asking? I had a question in chat. Yeah. I would imagine that uh, that you guys stop at one point just before heading in. Yeah, you guys stop. Like you guys hit the moor right before nighttime. Sure, on day three, camp um, time. So actually, I'm going to find the campsite first, and I'm going to use the primeval awareness um, when I get to a place I consider okay. a good campsite and see if there's anyone around. Okay. Oh yeah. Can we see what, there? I, I suggested I was going to I mean, I'm only on. I'm only re- mentioning that you guys are stopping cuz Branma asked. Um <laughs> yeah, otherwise I'm, you guys are heading into the morgue. I'm looking to um, find out if there are any humanoids 
um, not that you have seen within five miles of us. One of the days while no. we're camping, I would like to transcribe the alarm scroll that I got earlier into my spellbook. <laughs> there are not. Okay, apart from obviously us. Right. What does copying a spell take me doing? Do I have to roll something? Takes gold. I mean, it takes supplies, and I have the supplies. Yes. Also, um, like I mark out. I think it takes an arcana roll, but I can't remember. Okay. Only if it's a, only if it's of a higher level, a higher spell level That's than what you I can was, cast. Was unsure about. Yeah, if, it, if it's if it's at a spell level you can cast, it's just the gold price of copying it down. Then just the cost of anyway, the supplies. Yeah. So you guys stop. Ranma punches Valen. Valen's <laughs> hiding. Did Valen, you were saying something? Yeah, Valen's totally hiding. <laughs> Did you roll a stealth check? Uh, I was going to use my um, Mask of the Wild. Okay. An, an elf. I can roll stealth check too. I, mean, you, I, I assume you have to come back to the camp at some point. No, no. Also, I'm pretty sure He's in the, camp. the Wild just means oh, okay. you can hide in better places. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. like in a tree. <laughs> Where Branma can't reach. Mm. <laughs> I'll remember this. If we'll just keep that 19 that you rolled for later. Um, Wherever you are, I'll remember this. I want to stealth check because so everyone's going to try and yeah. pinpoint you notices okay. you're missing. Uh, sure, go ahead and what is it? Hunter. It's not that great, but make it. Yep. Yep. Can't find him. Yep. So, Balin steps out of a tree as Brum was like, but uh, turned around and taps her on the shoulder. <laughs> at which point, yeah, you. You'll just <laughs> at which point, the nineteen gets rolled. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good to see you too. <laughs> Don't call me that. I also don't forget. Don't try and whip me. <laughs> um, unless, you know, I say you can. Can Some we please not use my that? whip for that? I like oh, it's uh, never been used for that before, Seth. Come on. Yeah, we. It we ha- it, 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 we surprisingly, it hasn't. <laughs> You're thinking about the wrong twin. Also <laughs> the wrong, also still the wrong type of whip. Oh, as I I'll take my whip back, just look at it and go. Oh, that's more of a riding I... crop. It's a long, anyways. I mean, you could use that kind of whip depending on who you're with. Remember, this is a fantasy world. It's true. I it's have true. cure wounds. It's fine. Whips do like one d four. Ogres. That's all I'm gonna say. 1d4 um, plus 7 slashing damage. So yes. You guys you guys make it through that night with a punch thrown and innuendo flying around like crazy and then make your way into the moor itself. And as you guys are progressing further into the moor, it's about a... You guys are estimating about another day and a half. Um, the... the it itself is... is, is pretty 
desolate in terms of uh, in terms of vegetation, more so than your standard moor. Um, uh, as you get further and further, deeper and deeper into into the the whole area, uh, you start seeing occasionally popping up. Uh, um, and feeling in particular, because it gives off, obviously, a very distinct level of heat, um, uh, spots where, where the ground has opened up and you see uh, pools of lava, just, just small ones, little cracks in the earth here and there um, as you guys are traveling through. So it makes it a little bit less comfortable of a, of a trip. Okay, um, dumb question. Do we see this before or after the time we have a rest before we go in? This is after. Okay. This is once you're actually into the moor itself. Um, actually, I think for Kira, it has a little comfort because she's used to living in an environment that's pretty warm. That's true. I mean, it's fairly, it is actually fairly cogs. Um yeah, uh, except for open air, and yeah, except know, for open air, not inhaling mass carcinogens. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so so it's the rest of the trip. It is a little bit, um, just less comfortable, a little a little more tiring on the way, but it's no mechanic change. Um, and about, you guys are uh, about getting toward evening, getting towards the point that you guys are started. You guys are close to having to um, uh, 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 settle in camp. And Alex, you see up ahead sort of the place that you think might be the spot. Um. We're looking it, it, for a hill with something with a something on the top, a small facility. Yeah, on the top. you see, like, like you see the hill. It's sort of rising up. It's one of the one of the. This is largely f- fairly flat land, so that's what what's made it a, a pretty easy travel for you, or pretty easy way to orient yourself. Um. So this rises up a little bit. It's, it's almost more of like uh, uh, just a, an outcropping of rock that that juts up fairly top or pretty decently. Um, as you guys sort of you, you climb your way up it, um, and you guys see sort of uh, it sort of evens out once you get up get up a little ways. Uh, sort of a little difficult to take. Probably you might get, you guys might have to leave the horse behind unless you really want to push them. Um, that's up to you guys. Is this like but, are we are we how close are we to our destination? This uh, as near as you can tell, this is probably the destination. Okay. Um, I can talk actually, to I probably can tell pretty well because I've been spending. If my you wanna. Lot. Yeah, if you want to keep doing that, yes, yes, it's pointing directly at this. Okay. Um, The the majority majority of the facility is underground. The small facility we can see is... Valen, what can we do to secure the horses against wandering things that might want to eat them? The easiest thing to do is turn them loose. They'll look after themselves. 
And then we're sans horses for the next leg of the journey. You said look after them, not keep hold of them. Yes, look after them and also still have them for when we need them again. Hey, let me ask him. Okay. <laughs> uh, where do, where do I, you ask? I, I imply to the horse, um, you know, basically, like, would you like to stay around here? Um, we will feed you. Roll, roll me an animal handling roll with advantage. Okay. Thirteen. They're generally inclined towards that. They are. They wouldn't. They're not incredibly comfortable where they're at, but they're. It's not like there's. If they head out, they've got like a day, at least a day plus to to get back to where they, there's nothing in terms of vegetation on the way oh, to there. Get to yeah. Um, well, to get out off of the moor, at least. Yeah. Uh, if something are, is to, uh, uh, if something encounters them, in the meantime, they'll be. And you guys can defend. You guys can. You guys can take care of yourselves. They're not quite as good at that. So yeah, they're comfortable with with staying here and waiting for you guys. Cool. Yeah, they'll meet us back here. I will unhitch them and okay. Assume that they're going to stay around. Yeah. Right. And you guys make the climb up. Um, it's not a it's not a ridiculous grade, but it is but it is a little bit of a, a little bit of a huffing it. Um, How's Arthur get getting up, on in this in the sort of Maury area? Arthur does okay. Um, it's not. It's a lot easier when you don't have to get, when you don't get tired. I imagine. Or, I mean, I imagine part of it is he's probably been on the cart because he doesn't have the same. Uh, actually, no. What is his speed? His speed might actually be better his than speed yours. It is better. So yeah, no. He's been. He probably got slowed down a little bit by this, but yeah, he's doing okay. Uh, so you guys get up top, and the top surface, or the the where it sort of evens out. Uh, you guys have get up there, and the first thing that you guys see is. You can see where a building used to be here. Um, at this point, it has large, and this is not entirely unexpected because these are assumedly facilities that are at least a thousand plus years old, probably much more. Um, what is mostly what was once probably a, a uh, uh, signs of a structure have pretty much been. Uh, fallen apart to the point that it's just a few, a few columns, one obelisk that's mostly fallen over, amidst the 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 sort of harsh ground, and um, and, and again a couple of cracks where you can see sort of uh, uh openings in the earth and little pools of collected lava there, um. That is what you guys come up on. Sorry, did you say lava? How? <laughs> yeah. How, like... Just... Like, not like not like pouring out, but like, sort but of... Like, like lava. Traps in the earth. Yes, it's very hot. 
Um, yes, I know. We've had this conversation about Critical Seth, Role before. Don't, don't jump in it. Don't jump in no, it. That's not what I was doing. <laughs> Is it like lava lava or like jam lava? I, I, I point at the lava and I say fuck no. <laughs> Good. Um, that shit's hot. No. Oh, yes. Anyone have, like, a large-scale ice spell? I, have I mean, I, I Alex has one scale. ice spell that I know of, but she always hits me with it, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pull Just out my uh, merchant scale and say, I have a large scale. <laughs> uh, Alex was about to, like, re- rebut Seth's comment, and then I put a hand on the scale and just push it back towards Brahma. <laughs> I'm just relieved just Brahma's not a bard. Visual representation. <laughs> um. So, do we see like a entrance of any kind? Not directly at this point. Okay, let's see if we can get. So, in where are we? Look. Where are we coming in from? You guys are coming in from essentially, uh, let me draw a little, like, that uh, might help if I was using the right like, thing. Are we coming in from the south, the east, or the west, basically? From the east. From the east. So over here. Yeah. Um, and these are these are buildings made out of stone, or what? these are like looks like they were yeah they were they were part of a larger structure that has since long since crumbled <clears throat> away. Um, it is a fairly large area, so can I go up to the sort of part of the structure and try and make an investigation check? Yeah, go ahead. Um, is this a that would be the so, applicable skill, right? Yeah. So from the map, this this larger section looks either like a house with a tea roof, or with, with a with a with a no. Tree, it's uh, like a like I said, or a, a like I said, I it's an rocks. obelisk that looks like it's fallen. Obelisk. Over. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, any chance that stone cunning might be relevant? It could be. Ooh. Might I make a, I guess a history check on the obelisk? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Kira's looking at the at the stones from further away with her eagle eye, eyes of the eagle. Okay. And nice. Two, like it is because oh no, plus three because it's double proficiency bonus. Okay. Um, twenty-two. So it looks like it was once a much a much stronger building. Obviously, um, looking at it, you're the what you're what Brownman specifically is seeing. Uh, hold off on the movement a little bit because you guys are moving around a lot. Um, uh, up towards like where the base is, where there's a this larger rocky, there's a larger sort of rocky area here and and just for references sake on this map um this area up here is actually sort of a higher elevation area the map doesn't make okay. that clear 
Yeah, it's not obvious. Uh, this is sort of an it, incline. Sort of, it's sort I, of I think you. Shadow. I think you. Yeah. I think you clicked that on the GM layer because I have no idea where you. Oh, ping. yeah. Huh? No, no. I was on the map and background layer. Uh, yeah. Up. Okay. So up there is is a little bit higher elevation. Yes. Um, For our listeners, that means we are are no, not yes. downhill from the lava. We're uphill from the lava. Yes. Um, so, so Brema, looking looking a little closer at it, um, you are guessing that uh, uh, from from the point where the obelisk fer- fell over, um, somewhere in that, probably the entrance is somewhere in sort of that 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 that, for lack of a better term, rubbly area. Um, that that's just a little bit north. That sort of makes up the incline a little bit. Um, in terms of, you know, it's ridiculously old. Um, at least two thousand twenty five hundred years old. Uh, uh, perhaps a little bit further. Uh, Seth, what were you looking for investigation-wise? I was looking to see if there was like an entrance or something along the ob- like near the obelisk, not, not, not directly the around obelisk, the obelisk, but near it. But yeah, um, it, yeah you st- you sort of look, sort of follow Bronma's gaze, and looks like somewhere, perhaps if there's going to be one, it's going to be more in the upper area. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm assuming I find rocks in front of. Yep, and Alex and Valen, you guys can roll me and Kira. Okay. Uh, roll me perception. Eyesight, I assume. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> double double crits which is a nice crit for 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 Kira. Um feels like a waste of crits. It really is. Um well, eh, not necessarily a little. I mean it's waste of a one, waste of one crit for for sure. <laughs> Yeah, it's good to get him out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, and let's see. Okay. So you guys all pick up on it. As, as, as the rest of are more paying attention to it and trying to figure a way out, um, you guys see some movement. Really? We're going to put... We're, <laughs> There are no Sith here. Um, So there weren't any. There weren't any in that scene either. (laughs) Rocks fall. This is the this is Um, Saturday, guys. Yes, this is Saturday at five thirty in the morning. First, that leads two of us. but you guys, you guys see some sort of movement coming around, coming from those lava pits. 
Um, I jump up on the obelisk seriously. and have a better look. Seriously. No, seri- no <laughs> seriously. Um, sorry, what were you saying? I want to jump up on the obelisk and have a better look. Okay. Uh, well, it's, I mean, it's not too... So you see coming out of, of, of the one that sort of tier guys is left, uh, these small little pixie, uh, they, they, they look like almost like pixie elfish type creatures. Um, they're sort of dripping, uh, dripping the lava off. And it's, you're not really, at first it looks like as they're sort of coming out, like they're emerging from it. And as they sort of lo- get above the ground and they're, they're actually sort of levitating, it looks more like they are um, actually made of it. You said this is coming out of the lava pits? Correct. Okay. Um, And there is also, as they're sort of coming out, they look like they're trying to be uh, sort of the sneakier side. Um, You see coming out of the one that's sort of between you guys and Kira, a much larger creature. Um, It is sort of, uh, it's a serpentine creature, uh, fairly good uh, eight or nine feet tall. Once it finally gets out, uh, has, has a humanoid head and hands, um, a very reddish skin, uh, etc. And it comes out with a, with a spear in its hand. Um, as they are looking at you aggressively. Lovely. Do we know what uh, they are? Uh, roll me a nature roll. I am investigating rocks and don't see any of this. You do 15. not see any of it right now. Uh, Nature's not my thing, but let's do it anyway. Uh, should I? I guess uh, I of, of course it's your thing. <laughs> Jesus it's, Christ. It's not, I mean, I'm not proficient. Alex in took just all smart. of the weirdest electives she could find just to spurn her house. I mean, to be fair, I guess this would actually almost be more of an art. But either one's fine. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Biology is a, a required course, not an elective. Um, <laughs> Valen's best guess is something... I know enough to know whether I need to kill it or not. <laughs> yes, it's probably going to be aggressive and going to try and kill you. It is. Okay. It looks extra planar to you. Okay. Oh, that explains why Kira might know. <laughs> yes. Alex and Kira are more like, oh, that is some kind of extra planar uh, um, uh, being. Alex would know it as a salamander. Okay. Um, which is salamanders are, 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 are creatures that come from the elemental plane of fire um, and are... Um, once that when they get outside of their home plane, uh, they tend to enjoy uh, uh, setting fire to whatever they can. Um, whether it's you know, so they can dance among the burned trees or they can dance among the burned corpses, it doesn't really matter to them. Um, okay. you're not really sure what the other things are, okay. 
So at this point, we will go ahead and roll initiative. Yay, Nishitabe. Hey. I'm feeling also confident about my fireball. Hey. Um, well, I rolled a 23 and then you cleared the turn order. <laughs> yeah, because there was a bunch of stuff still in it. Oh. We couldn't, uh, that we we couldn't, couldn't see. see. But yep. Can you add my token in? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Gotta get on to the. Today is not the day that uh, I'm joining the right the fail the initiative. Right overlay. That's an 18. I feel like this is the result of the previous roll Edwin made that was also me. Wow. That's a variance for you. Um... The GM yeah, is stunned is, by his unrolling. This is well, no, this no. That the, was I was just talking about you guys. I wouldn't talk. Oh. Ron rolled a one on initiative. This is punishment for the scale joke. <laughs> uh, let's see. So that is. I'm going first. I'm going ahead of the rest of the party, which is good. I'm, I also am not aware of the danger. Since you have so. no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, the my turn. Continuing to look at rocks. Everybody else's ones make sense. It's like, oh yeah, Alex and Valen are paying attention. You know, the ones who spotted it and Kira. Presumably, the well. giant thing over here. But if you some keep in mind that the turn order is a circle. I mean, it was actually trying to be sneaky. It was sneaky, but it was trying to be. Oh, okay. Or just everybody except Seth. It's, it's like it. Well, it makes well, then, perfect then, sense then, as to what the order we started. Was them not in. sneaky because I'm rolling dice. So um, the question is: Did it stealth? Did it stealth not pass my passive perception? Then. Good point. My passive perception is fourteen. Your passive perception is fourteen, but you were specifically focused on yeah. inspecting something. Yeah, that's why I'm just so, asking, that. That would give me knowledge as to whether or not I heard something behind me. Like, that's, Jim that's, has that's made a ruling. Really What's he, your he has not. Okay. Um, 14 what? is my passive perception. 14? 14. Yeah. Uh, I would say you probably heard something because I rolled a 7. <laughs> I was giving you an... No, well, I was giving it a bonus because you are yeah. specifically yeah. distracted. But yes. Uh, that's fair. All right. Uh, I would say you heard asking. something. Yeah, uh, so hearing a... something behind me, I turn around. Just yeah. a quick question about these things over here, um, and actually the big thing as well. Are they touching the f- ground, or are they floating, flying, whatever? These two over here are flying. Okay, sure. This one is still touching to the ground. So the big one's walking, the two small ones are flying. Got it. Correct. Uh, More slithering, snake. really. Snake yeah. yeah. Okay, um... So, uh, as I, I hear something behind me, I turn around, I see giant uh, fiery snake thing, uh-huh. um, and I make the uh, logical assumption that this is something that probably needs to die quickly. Uh, sneaky snake. And I'm just going to run past Edwin and Bronma. 5, 10, 15, 20, uh, 20 25, 30. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to use 
uh, catapult to launch a uh, to 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 try and launch a uh, loose stone or something from like the obelisk okay. at the throw that in the chat so I because I can never uh, so they need to make a DC fifty DC sixteen dexterity save okay or it it needs to make a DC sixteen dexterity save so it does save. All right, then it then it, it ducks and the thing okay, goes yeah. flying past its head. So it flies. Fly. It does this cool little slither down and up thing as it flies completely over its head, and then it hisses at you. Oh, oh man! Draw my sword. Of, it's one of the snake men from XCOM Two. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All I right. was gonna um, go with Monsters Inc. Yeah, yeah. That oh, that actually kind of fits. I mean, I got um, its attention, which was the important part. Yes. Alex, you're up. Mm, okay, so the question is, is this worth? Is this fight worth spending a level 3 spell on? We don't That's know. Good question. No. Do we expect to be fighting again before the next long rest? We don't know. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, Alex is going to tell Arthur to attack the snake thingy. Okay. So Arthur was going to run over and attack the snake thingy. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I am wondering how well this is going to work, but I don't really have a lot else to do with this thing. So there we go. Arthur has now become a hot dog. So it misses. Arthur misses. Yeah, yeah. Goes in, goes to bite at it, and the 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 salamander sort of pushes it back with the spear. Um, Damn it. I was hoping that to get it, like, that roll is so low, I can't even get a good idea of how strong this character is. Nope. <laughs> I will, you guys up front can make perception rolls really quick. Okay. Uh, Seth, Valen, and Alex. Okay. Per- oh, fuck, I don't have advantage on that. Take the That's 15. fine. 15. 10. Ten. <laughs> so... Uh, Valen and Alex both notice that as it pushes back, you see uh, um, uh, Arthur is actually where where it's sort of made contact is starting to glow red just from the sheer heat. Huh. Keep okay. that in mind. Arthur is going... <laughs> Arthur so, yeah. Moves so that was the rest of his move. move. Okay. <laughs> Because how much is he going pipe, to... Like, pipe, 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 pipe! That uh, would have been uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Okay. I like so to feel like casting a spell. That's, that, is, that is the question. I just want to see this thing work. So I am going to, as my action, cast Haste on Valen. Okay, oh, I like I like oh, this idea. Dear. I was oh, going to suggest this. Dear. It's oh, level I forgot three spell, you had that already. Which is why I was like, eh, is it worth it because I've only got two level three slots? But this sounds like this feels like just a, t- a fun time to use it. Oh my. And I get okay. to do it right before Valen gets a turn, so it makes yeah. go ahead. Timing. Yes. So there you go. So you get double speed. A plus two bonus to your AC. You get an extra uh, extra action you can use to attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. Um, it's a concentration spell, which is important. Jeremy, remind me if you hit me. Um, uh-huh. And 
when it runs out, which is a minute, so that's ten rounds, uh, you can't do anything for a whole turn, Valen. But I'm okay. hopefully you will have six. A minute is a relatively use. long time. Worth, yeah, worth noting. Worth, to, worth noting for the audience. Worth noting for the audience. The one, the extra attack is only one weapon attack, not a full right. round attacks. Correct. Do your double thing and blah blah blah. But you do. You should be able to get like sharpshooter and stuff, right? If you wanted it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. also advantage oh, yeah. on dexterity saves. Yes, We're going to find out. We're going to find out what this thing can do. Okay. Uh, uh, just I'll see if. As, okay, just before I end my turn, because I still have my movement. Just a question. This obelisky thing. Can I? Climb on it or walk on it, or is it just yeah? Go ahead and roll me. Terrain? I'll make you roll me an athletics roll. Okay, no, I'm not. I'm not climbing on I'm, it. I just wanted to okay. know, like, is is this like? Oh yeah, that's easy. You can just like hop up on it and it's fine. Or is it like this is actually something difficult to climb? No, no, it's big to. enough that you would actually have to do like an athletics roll to climb. Okay, uh, I should have been actually. Yeah, yeah, it was more like just what I don't. I just needed to know. To cool. Move. I'm actually going to sort of just move around behind this way to get away from where those little thingies were. Are. Okay. And that will be my turn. Okay. Valen. Bonus action, Hunter's Mark on the big thing. Okay. Um, then I will take the first of my actions to attack it with Sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Uh. <sighs> I mean, an eight's not going to hit it. That's real disappointing. Um, okay, let's go again. Arrow flies past it. Does the 21 hit it? Will. Yes. Okay, that's good. Um, let's go for some damage. That's 19 piercing plus the Hunter's Mark, which triggers, which is uh, there for 3. 21. Um, 22. Oh, 22, you're right. Uh, then I get one more attack. Um, I've still got advantage, so I'm going to use Sharpshooter again, because why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, 17 hit? 17 hits. Okay, great. That means it takes 20, and then it takes... 23, and then it takes... Uh, another. So that's 26 on the second attack in total. Okay. Uh, that is so, three attacks. Both arrows go into it, um, and it, it's not like it's unaffected, but you feel like you should have done a lot more damage. Yeah, I figured. It's going to be, like, fiery, burning, extra, resisty. Uh, if it's relevant, Hunter's, Hunter's Mark and Colossus Slayer both deal magic damage. Colossus Slayer does not. Does it not? No, Colossus Slayer is not it is just additional damage of the weapon attack types because it's okay. not a magical ability. Um, Hunter's so yeah. Mark does though. Hunter's Mark absolutely does. Um, so yeah, and are you moving at all? Or uh, yes, I'm going to move. Um, you can go pretty much anywhere with the haste. Yeah, I can. Uh, Let's see, where do I want to be? Probably somewhere up here. Um, or do, are you feeling athletic? I am feeling athletic. You can go twice yeah. as fast. Uh, yeah, I will jump up on top of the obelisk. Okay, go ahead and roll me an athletics roll. Don't scrub. Okay. Well, whatever. Oh, I don't have advantage on that. Fuck, that's a four. Oh, well, yeah. 
probably not going to get up. So yeah, you're not able to because it, it's it's not an easy climbable thing. Okay, how much movement does that take? Uh that would take. Uh, you can find out within the first five. Sure. Minutes, so so I'll just go and hop here and stand next to Brenma. Yeah. I mean, for you, it really doesn't matter that much how much movement it took. That's <laughs> well, if it's relative to yeah. his max movement, then it does. But Well, yeah, if it was like a half. Uh, and sure. I will end my turn there, and okay. that's a shame. All right, it is the Salamander's turn. Um, well, there's somebody standing right in front of it. Come um, at me, bro. <laughs> it is coming at you, bro. Um... And you have two attacks coming at you. Okay. Um, the 15 misses you, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it does. So this, the spear misses you. Does a 17 hit you? That's exactly my armor class. Um, that'd be a yes. Yes, Unless, but... Uh, that's why I'm waiting. I'm deciding if I want to spend shield now or later, because mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know. The other things might go for Arthur. Um, I'm going to go ahead and use shield. Yeah. Okay. My So my AC goes up by five. Okay. So it misses you. Yep. So it, 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 it stabs in with his spear. You managed to get out of the way, and its tail goes to wrap around you. It's a good thing I use shield. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, the shield just sort of pushes it off. Um, good call. And that is its turn. Kira, you're up. Okay. Kira is uh, going to hex the salamander for its strength. Mm-hmm. And uh, take a few steps back. Okay. And uh, aim to uh, Eldritch Blast it. Stupid mm-hmm. fire resistance, murmur, murmur. <laughs> uh, there we go. So 16, 16 hits. hits so. 10 force damage and 2 necrotic. Yep. And the second one. Yep. Ten force damage also hits, so another eleven. So those slam into it. Oh, not that much. Presumably Um, with full force. Yes, with full force, sort of rocks it to its side a little bit, and it quickly whips its attention over to you now. Yeah. Uh, Is that your turn? Yes. Okay. So it is these things' turn. Uh, these two are that wasn't what I was trying to grab onto. There we go. Um, so yes, these two things are moving over towards Arthur. Um, and they are going to attack him. Uh, oh, wait. His AC is 14. Actually, let me rephrase that. One of them is not. One of them is moving a little bit further. So there. 
Yeah, moves right up to there. But he does have but he does have one attack coming at him. Uh twenty one hits. Yep. So Arthur takes five slashing and three fire damage as it lashes out with one of its claws. Um Okay. Uh and yeah, you see managed to get through managed to chink off the metal. Um and it's the Additionally, there's a little bit of that magma dripping off onto it. So, pain. The other one uh, turns its attention toward Seth and exhales fire at you. Okay. Roll me a dex saving throw. Nice. Okay. So you managed to avoid the worst of it. Um, that's okay. Uh, so take four fire damage. I take four fire damage. You managed to pull back away from it. I am mildly sent. The salamander oddly does not seem affected. <laughs> uh, Oddly, wonder why. <laughs> Meanwhile, and what? Uh, Edwin, go ahead and roll me a perception roll, real quick. Okay, so you are actually surprised. As three more of those little things pop up, having been having been in the in the rubble back there, apparently waiting for their opportunity. Okay, and they I'm are like, coming. Around I'm together. sure this rock could be an entrance. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, there so goes the clerk. You have uh, um, a- a- attacks coming at you. Yep. Um, I assume once they start attacking, I go, oh, fuck, because surprise. Good news is one of them rolled an eight. One of them rolled a five. Wow. Don't they have advantage if I'm surprised? Uh, not necessarily. Good point. Good point. Yes. Yeah. If you're surprised, they have advantage. Um, so an eight and a five misses. It combines into one. That's a miss. Uh, Nina, 16, does a 16 hit you? Um, I believe so, but let me double check. My armor class is 14. Okay. Um, so take three slashing and three fire damage. Okay. And the third one actually is not attacking you. I need Alex, Branman, and Valen all to roll dexterity saves. Valen has advantage. I have advantage. Yeah. I, yep. Twelve, eighteen, and All seven. Right. So Brenna and 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 Valen, both having just having heard the like Edwin go, oh shit, and then a, a sound of pain coming from, realize that there's something going on behind, and you guys just instinctively like 
go to move and you avoid the worst of it. Alex, you're caught, you're paying attention to your poor robo dog being attacked or at least the sounds of it. Cause you can't really see him right now. Um, so you are caught completely unaware. Um, you take eight fire damage and Branman and Valen both take four. And that is their turn. Edwin, you're up. Ow. Yep. I mean, I'm pretty tanky, but ow. Um, oh, oh, yes, that is a very good point. I think it's just 10, isn't it? Then? Oh, I mean, yeah, you have um, to roll a 10 or higher. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming my magic roll. hand dissipates, but... Yeah, like, no, I'm more worried about Alex's haste. Yep. Uh, Edwin, do your thing. I'll find. I'll go find the exactly. What it's a, it is a constitution oh, save. A constitution. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. You're good. So yeah. Clericy cleric. Cleric's gonna. Cleric's gonna cleric. Wish that cleric's got arms of Hadar. <laughs> there could be Arsenal Hadar if, uh, soon if you don't end your turn there, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I find you can use Arms of Hadar regardless of who's in the vicinity. Yeah, that's fair. I'm pretty sure it's a spell centered on you as Arms of Hadar. Um, it's yes, true. It No, that's, I'm not going to do that. I wasn't that badly injured. Um, I'm just going to spiritual weapon Sacred Flame. Okay. Because Sacred Flame doesn't take any penalty from... Spiritual weapon attacking what? Yeah, which ones oh. are you going after? So I'm going after the one that's in my face. Okay. With both the spiritual weapon and the Sacred Flame. Um. Does a 17 hit? Uh, 17 does hit, yes. Okay. So that's and 11 a... spiritual weapon damage, and they have to make a DC 15 save. Correct. And they don't benefit from cover, which is basically which... the same as melee. <laughs> they do make the deck save. Okay. Because so the only thing damage. that I can do well is make saves. But the sacred weapon but is yes. force damage, if that matters. Okay, cool. 11 points of force damage. So yeah, that messes that one up nice and... That was... Nice and fierce. Yep. Okay. And... It makes a, a small little squawking shriek sound in pain. Uh, and that's your turn. Um, bonus action for yeah, shield of faith. Okay. Uh, spiritual spiritual wait, you just action. did spiritual weapon and shield of fl- and and sacred flame. 
Oh, never mind. Fuck. Dog. Oh, you moved. Yes, I've done all my things. Okay. okay. Brian May, you're up. Oh, what? what? What's happening? <laughs> it's your turn. Um, no, I know. I, um, <laughs> yeah. You got burned. Ten um, and attacking. Okay. I'm assuming on the one in between you and Edwin. Yes. And so that's yeah, advantage. The advantage. Yes. Yeah. 15 hits. Oh, six. Six. And hold on just one moment. Uh, okay. And I guess go to Tian again because I get two attacks. Yep. Also, advantage. 16 also hits. Four. Four. For another four. So you start hacking away at it, little pieces, little bits of magma flinging off from it left and right, um, making shrieking sounds. And that's your turn? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Seth, you're up. Okay. Um... So uh, there a giant snake yep. fire thing in your face. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to reposition myself uh, okay. over to here. And nice. I'm going to chill touch uh it. So the 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 tattoo on my left arm begins to glow. And All right. Important I... question is chill, chill touch a touch spell or is it? I'm assuming no, so. It is but... not a touch spell. It's a range. It's it's a it's a uh, actually it might, hang on. That's why. Well, yeah. There, yeah. It's, that, a, it's a range spell. It's a range, it's a range spell. Yeah. It's a range it, attack. It works uh, um, in melee range though, right? Uh, no. I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I still have disadvantage. I'm still attacking with disadvantage. Because yeah. whilst Alex yeah. used it in close range, she was fine. Yeah. Really? Uh, I'm, I'm out of bounds. I'm supposed to have disadvantage touch. with it, so I was going to roll with disadvantage. That's um, fine. Yeah, roll with disadvantage. Because it is a ranged attack. 26. Well, apparently it doesn't eight. matter. I have plus 8 to hit with it, so... But um, you didn't crit because he had disadvantage. Yeah, this true. Yeah. Okay, you hit. Uh, so it takes, wow, a 4 and a 2. 6 points of necrotic damage. Okay. But it's necrotic damage. I mean, melee weapon. So yes, and it doesn't have its reaction now, right? Uh, let me. Or is that a different spell? Hang on. That's uh, that's that's. that's, that's sho- oh, I think grass. that's only. Right, yeah. Oh, oh, that's uh, what I got confused with. It loses. No, it, yeah, it loses if like it, ten feet of. Well, no, space. no. If, if it if it if it was undead. Sorry, it can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. And if it was undead, if it was undead, it also would have disadvantage on attack rolls against me until my next turn. But it doesn't. Yeah, it's not undead. Um, but I no longer have that spell, so at least not for today. Okay, and is that? Yeah, I, okay. I moved in. I moved and uh, positioned and chill touched. Cool. Um. Alex, you're up. Are you about to do that thing that you just asked me about? 
if you say no, it doesn't conflict, then yes, I am. Okay. Otherwise, I can do something um, else. <laughs> oh, I can move myself really out of Alex's Um I'm going to say yes. Yeah, it does, okay. because you still need I, to concentrate on it, and that overbalances cool. it. I assumed as much, and I will move to something else. Okay, uh, I am going to move uh, away. Okay. From actually, hold on, fire okay. breathing. Let's maybe spread out. Let's, where was I? I was over here. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. I can get to here, and then we're a bit more spread out. Uh, and then I am going to cast. Uh, Ray of Frost on the nearest little imp thingy. Okay. Um, which is 60 feet range. Well, that's pretty... That is a miss. Poor. Do you want to action point it? I don't think it's going to hit most of the time. It's been hit that, with so. a 15. You have yeah. at least one in three. I'm not saying you should I mean, necessarily, but... Nah. It's probably not okay. worth it. Um, Might not be. Uh, I suspect they are vulnerable to cold. Actions. No, no, nothing I want to do there. All right. Um, Arthur is going to attack uh, the one on this side. Okay. Closest to me. Uh, so that's this one. Uh, 15. A 15 does hit. And it and does 7 damage. Piercing damage. Okay. That gets a good bite out of it. Okay, cool. Um, I don't think he's going to move. He's probably all right over there. All right. Uh, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Valen, you're up. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to attack uh, once on the one that's between Branma and Edwin. Okay. Uh, I'm going to come stand there. Don't you do have that. like AOE? Don't you have like AOE arrow spells? No. Not yet. That doesn't hit till higher levels. Oh, that sounds always like a level one one. Mm. No, not at all. Okay, go ahead. Uh, let's go with an ordinary attack with longbow. It's an 11. That's going to hit. <laughs> I rolled a 2. Okay. I really hate the fact that I, <laughs> Alex having rolled a 10. I was oh. like, you missed. Yeah. Oh, and I can't yeah. tell you that if you no, used I... an action point at all, you would have hit. It's Yeah, and I bet it would have killed him too, because I bet they're tiny and weak and 2d8 would have done it. But <sighs> uh, as for Did he already take damage that... this turn? Yes. Ooh. Okay. So nice. Um, hold on just a second. Uh, so it go the the arrow goes right through it. Edwin and Branma, I need you both to make dexterity saving throws. Ah, interesting. Alex is going to find a lot of use for her cantrip. Which we're learning by doing okay. here today. Um, sorry. Okay. 
So you guys managed to avoid the worst of it as uh, both you take five fire damage. The arrow goes through it and it essentially explodes into a little ball of magma (laughs) and splashes on you guys. And that one is dead. I assume it uh, the splash damage has no effect on the other two imps imp things. No. They're yes. they are fire immune. Alright, two I more assumed shots. as much. At this yep. thing. Big thing. Um, okay. One. Twenty eight. I'm That's assuming it. that hits. Oh yeah. <laughs> Second attack. And your Colossus Slayer? No, it's once per turn. You can only oh, use yeah. it on once per turn, yeah. Okay. That is a miss. Oops. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a miss. Um, I'll continue to miss. Okay. And oh, that's your fu- turn. Sorry. I, that's, that's okay. I ignore that last one. Um, so that's... Getting really click-happy, that's all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at least you're using action. up all of your bad rolls. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. That was three attacks. Yeah, yeah. one, two, and three. Yeah, the saving throws. Okay. That, um, do I have anything that I can do? I don't think I can use... They don't seem to be using spells, so that's pretty much me done. Um, okay. I, I will, in fact, move over here, though, so that we are spread out. Okay. And it is a salamander's turn. It is going to attack you again, Seth. That was um, the intention. So 22 is going to hit you, I assume. Not if I cast shield again. <laughs> Are you casting shield again? I, Wait, no. Yes, that, if your armor class is fit 17, shield 17. gives you a plus 5. That puts yeah. it at 22. A 22 still hits you. Oh, no, it does. Never mind then. Yep. Also, also doesn't it um, go away on your turn? Yeah, yes, but, but that's why I said he... cast again. Yeah. Oh, right. No, right. So, nope. yeah, takes seven so just... piercing and six fire damage. Ow. Uh, as the spear yep, slams into you, and the 14 misses you, though. Okay. So, yeah, okay, it so I... jams the spear into you. And as it does, it's not just the piercing, but it's the sheer heat of it. Of the metal basically searing the wound as it's going in. Uh, And it is not moving because it has a target right in front of it. So that's its turn. Kiri, you're up. I assume Seth is not blocking my ability to fire at the salamander. There's no cover from Seth. Uh, No. No. Okay, then I'll stay where I am and continue to blast Salamander. Yes. Okay. That seems fair. Um, more Eldritch Blasts. Let's hope I keep rolling as I did last time. So 17 yeah, hits. That counts. That. Oh, I rolled the wrong macro. Uh, 1d6 Necrotic. Nine force and one necrotic. Okay. And my second last is ten force and one necrotic. Okay. 
Keep it is running. not looking great right now. Roll uh, consistent. Yes. Uh, I don't think I have useful bonus actions right now, so... Uh, yeah, I'm done. Okay. And that is your turn. Uh, it's the creature's turns. Um, so right now... There seems to be an echo from Erin. Uh, there is a... There are... So one of this one over here direct uh, on the first side of uh, uh, Arthur attacks and misses. This one notices that its Salamander Master is in trouble and is coming over to help it out. Go ahead and roll an attack of opportunity for, Ed, for Arthur. Uh, okay. There. Eleven. That is a hit. Five piercing damage. Yep. Five piercing damage. I, that was also that was incidentally the one I hit earlier for ten. seven. Yeah. Yes. Five, Twelve. Ten total. And it is going to try and attack you, Seth. Okay. Uh, with a natural twenty, it hits. Yes, it does. Uh, so take... Go roll up that Warforged Sorcerer. <laughs> so take <laughs> nine slashing and five fire damage. Ow. As it just jams its claws, like, right at where, where, where the spearhead stabbed in and opened up some of the, some of the, uh, made a nice little opening of, of, your clothing, it jams its claws in, grabs just a chunk of flesh, and rips out. Does that, out of curiosity, does that spear look like it's going to go away when I kill this salamander? You have no idea. <laughs> if um, it doesn't, it's mine. <laughs> so that must have hurt. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, up here, it must have. <laughs> uh, Edwin, you have one attack coming at you. Actually, I need to. Hold on. Six. Could have done this for because we need to see if any of them recharge. They do not, and those two down there don't matter because they didn't use it. So they are just attacking you. Um. So Edwin, uh, twenty-two hits you, I think. Uh, for nine or five slashing and forked fire, and the other one is going to attack Branma. An eight misses you. Just a little. Yeah. And that's their turn. Edwin, you're up. I'm unhappy, so I'm attacking this one again. I'm first going to do Sacred Flame. Um, Okay. And... uh, It natural 20s its dex save. Okay, um, I'm going to attack it with seek the weapon. Okay. Ooh. And you natural 20 the attack roll. So Please tell me 12 down. kills it. It it's does. It's been hit before. That's the good news. The bad news is roll a dex save. The bad news is there's lava in my face now. Um, knew that, but didn't care. 
Uh, you made your save, so take four fire damage. As it explodes in a cloud, uh, a mass of lava igu. Feeling real good move. about my choice to play a ranged character right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can move, correct? Yes, you can move. Oh, you will. I'm not playing a ranged one, character. There is no. It was there is one. There is that one left. It will get an attack of opportunity if you move. Yep, I know. Okay. Uh, so it tries. A nine misses you. Yes, it does. Yep. And my you're up. Um, does the spiritual weapon count as flanking? No. 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 Um, okay, then I'll just uh, take a couple hits. After Go for I it. Attack this one, I believe. <laughs> that is that. No advantage. No weapon. I mean, that's a, that's a big miss. Uh, just roll me a dexterity save. Okay. Okay, you're fine. You manage, you, you don't lose control of your weapon or anything like that, so if you want to do your second attack, go ahead. Yep. That is a miss. I will action point. Okay. So that is That's probably going to be a hit then. Probably. A d6, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Uh, or it's uh, gonna because dice hate us. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it manages to swing back, and that one is still in shape. Uh, Seth, you're up. <sighs> okay, I'm not bleeding, fortunately, because they keep cauterizing the wounds. Um, uh, I'm going to cast magic missile at the salamander. Okay. Which just hits because it's magic missile and awesome like that. Uh, magic missile is awesome like that. It takes thirteen points of force damage. It so the good news is it goes splat. Yay! Um, the bad news is I have to make a deck save. Actually, no salamanders don't have that. Hey, I, does it there's actually no bad news. Is its spear still there? It falls down. It sort of does. Evaporate, disintegrates, falls to pieces. The spear is still there. Huh. It's just not as um, it was. There you go. Possibly. Uh, so, I'm not sure if it'll actually do anything because it's a spear, but um, I'll worry about it in a minute. Um, I'm going to. Actually, no. I'm going to assume that spear is magical, so even if the fire damage doesn't do anything, the physical damage might still do something. Um, I'm going to use an action surge. Okay. Uh, to scoop up the spear. Uh, okay. With my, with my free hand, drop my sword, and stab the, uh, the, the imp thing okay. with the spear. So I am going to roll. It is still super hot because it literally just yep. fell out of its hand. Uh, yep. Take four fire damage. All right. Um, and is it just normal spear damage? Or yeah. What? All right. So it is a normal spear. Okay. 
Or no, I'm sorry. No, well, you too could have a flaming. I'm sorry. Spear. It is a. It is actually a fairly large spear. It actually does two d six damage. Ooh. Okay. Uh, can I? Does that mean I can only wield it with two hands or one? Yes, two one. hands. Uh, two hands. Okay. It can wield uh, it with one. It's a gigantic creature. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna use my longsword attack, but I'll roll the damage separately. Okay. Um, I crit. Um, what's your minimum? Da- is your minimum damage more than ten? Uh, so four d six plus five. It's not. It's not. My minimum, minimum damage, damage is nine. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. Go ahead and roll. You never know; they might all be ones. Yep. Well, yeah, that's so <laughs> Now roll me a dex save. Bam. I just 22. Okay, so take three fire damage as it explodes. Right. I just like drop my drop my sword to the ground, kick the spear up into my hands, and just two hand like golf swing it with the spear. <laughs> All right, Alex, you are up. Okay, um, I am going to let's have let's have Arthur attack this thing first. Okay. Uh, he attacks the thing next to him. Ten. Not enough. And I'm not going to... I am not bothering to use a thing on one of these things. So that's fine. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Can I see the imp, the, the one by Arthur from where I am? Uh, the one by Arthur? Yeah. Um, I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, probably not. So, I mean, it's within range. It's just not in line. Yeah. You could move, though. Yeah. Nah, that's fine. Okay. Um, yeah. It's probably fine. Uh, I'm just going to Ray of Frost the, um, the one by Branmer instead. Um, that's better. Well, that's, that's a hit. A hit. Uh, five cold damage. Okay. Yeah, that I- looks like it did some serious damage to it. Ooh, good. So uh, more than I would expect? Yes. Okay, good to know. Unless You're attacking you a fiery it. thing with yeah. frost. Well, I expect... I, well, I know Pokemon, that does the, extra damage. Right, there's, so, there's two schools of thought, though. There's one that says cold is, will do more damage to fire, and there's one that does says cold will do less damage because it's on fire. Surveiling. You're so. Oh, okay, um... How much cover is uh, Arthur giving that uh, that thing? Not, not it's flying, and Arthur's a dog. So. Is it full cover? <laughs> no cover. Okay. Uh, attack once on that. Uh, okay. That is a definite hit. Twenty-seven should hit. Yeah. Oh, um, 13 piercing damage. Okay, that hurt it. Sodic Colossus Slayer. Not done. Uh, it has not been damaged yet. You're kidding. No, that one oh, okay. has not been damaged yet. In that case, ignore the four. Um, okay. And I will attack. You can't. Uh, did you move your Hunter's Mark, by the way? Not yet. Uh, I have a bonus action. I can do that. Did die. Yeah, it did die. It's dropped to zero. Yeah, you can use your bonus action to do that. Okay, yeah, I will do I that. I killed it. 
Okay. Can I can I reorder that so that I? Yeah, that's fine. That? Thank you. Yep. It takes four. Okay. It's not down yet, but it's not looking in good I'm shape. A, I'm gonna hit it again. Okay. You're eighteen. What's your minimum damage? <laughs> Doesn't uh, matter. It's like. Roll me a deck save for Arthur. Okay. Uh, which one? Okay. It Arthur saves. So he only takes four points of fire damage as that one explodes. Okay. And then third attack, I will attack the one um, on yep. Brenma. Go for it. That is a hit. That's my minimum damage, seven. Um, but I will Colossus okay. Slayer that one. Yes, you can Colossus Slayer that one. So that's ten damage. And that's just enough to kill it. Go ahead and roll me a deck save, Bronma. Oh, you take full damage. So completely not expecting that one to explode directly in front of you, and you take nine fire damage. As the last hostile things splurts to the ground, mostly on Bronma, but also on the ground, too. As you guys pause for a second to sort of collect your breaths and realize that most of you have severe burns, that's what we'll go ahead and call it for this week. All right, so we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out at our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can check us out on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms. If you want to support us financially, you can do so there on our Patreon page. We appreciate all of our patrons, especially our $25 tier supporters, Chris Comfort and Antionic. Uh You can also find us over at 411mania.com. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about 411mania.com. 411mania.com is a pop culture site devoted to everything geeks could be interested in. Uh, movies, if you want to see what the uh, what the latest blockbuster films for over the summer are going to be, whether Baywatch, Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm sure we'll have Wonder Woman up. And it damn well better be good. Um, <laughs> or, or, or music, or video games, or wrestling, or MMA, um, and uh, Final Show Films podcasts. Check us out. And comics. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, thanks to 411 Mania for putting our stuff up. We appreciate them. We appreciate all of you for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>